Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. What could go wrong? Big lit energy. All right, guys, we're going to start you off with a dramatic reading from my diary in year eight, read by Amber Fresh. Welcome, Amber. Hi. This diary is so good. <laughs> I've only looked at it for one minute and I already came across a list of hot Ryans. <laughs> anyway, this is the page I got asked to read, 12th of the 8th, 1998. I'm really guilty. Fuck, I'm so guilty. Me and Lauren poured water on a court so another team who we don't like will fall over. Then I realised what I'd done. No, how bad am I? I don't deserve anything. That's not all. I got caught shoplifting and I'm grounded for about one and a half months. I wish I could turn back time and make everything better because my life is so crap. I just know if my parents give me up for adoption and the Hanson family adopted me, things would be boss. Gotta go, love Mel. P.S. I love Theo A. Well, okay, this is one week later. Dear diary, I've planned the perfect future. I have the perfect future planned. Live in yelling up, start up a vet, marry a surfy and have two surfy kids and a dog. How's that? Well, maybe I'll just live in Roto and marry a surfy. Oh, well, who cares? My life is shitty. I once said if I ever kill myself, it would be because of Amy. <laughs> Well, well, no, it would be because of my height. I hate, <laughs> I hate being tall. It's so crap. I'm probably the tallest person in the world. <laughs> Gotta go. Love, who else? <laughs> Thanks, Amber. Thanks, I'm sorry, Amber. Amy. <laughs> it was really my height. Thank you, Amber. And welcome and thank you, everybody. This is a podcast called What Could Go Wrong? My name is... Storm, but my doctor name is Doogie Hauser, MDMA. Who are you, Mel? I'm Dr. Sandra O. No, she better don't. And this is our producer, a cunt in practice. And she's a vet, but we're doctors. <laughs> so we're just a tier above her. This is... <laughs> This is our very first live podcast, so thank you very much for being here. Thanks so much. Yeah. So, um, What Could Go Wrong is a podcast about being a yes woman. Uh, Mel and I put ourselves into sort of like stupid and annoying and shitty positions, and then we review it so you don't have to do it. Yeah, so we're becoming better people so you don't have to be. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this is a bit of a different one today, but uh, we have some general rules for our podcast. Rule number one is that if a challenge gets put in front of you, you have to do it. No no's. No no's. Rule number two is that we both have to do it. We can't just, you know, do one. And Mel never gets that because she just always is trying to fuck me over. And then rule number three is that we're very, very sure on the fact that it either has to benefit us or benefit someone else. Like, we're not just doing random stupid shit. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so today um, we're live from Camp Dugs, 
And um, we're doing something a little bit different because as much as we say that our podcast is about benefiting other people, we've never actually done anything for anyone else before. Never. And we thought that maybe this is the best time to use our knowledge. Our platform. Yeah, use our platform, use our, like, you know, 24 years on the earth. Um, to, um, to to help other that to help other people. So this week we're doing altruism. Altruism at the same time. <laughs> what could go wrong? Big lit energy. Awesome. Okay. So uh, Mel, why do we want to be altruistic? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea either. All right. So what would the benefits of of doing this be? I guess to give back. To you, the people. Yeah. So we usually ask, like, what could go right with this? Like, what could go right? We could help people. Well, we could solve, solve a lot of problems. your medical problems. There is very limited reception here. Yeah. So you might want to, mm, I'm just going to Google, what do I do? I've got uh, my breasts a different size and I really want to quickly figure that out before tonight. There's not much reception. It's limited. Yeah. People have been giving us their questions. We're here to answer them. Yeah. Um, what could go wrong, Mel? Um, we could disrespect Melissa Kang. Who's Melissa Kang? Where's oh. Melissa Kang? <laughs> Melissa Kang is the real Dolly Doctor. So if, can we all have a round of applause for Melissa Kang? <laughs> the world is a much, a much darker place now that we don't have the resource of Dolly Doctor. I am obsessed with Melissa Kang. That's why I drew a halo on her and two wings and ah. four love heart, five love hearts and did diamantes because she is the most beautiful human and such a kind soul. And if you were a teenager in the 90s before the internet, you needed to find out everything about your body, about your boyfriend, your love life, period, everything from Melissa, Melissa Kang. And my name's also Melissa. That's weird. So you can join the dots yourself. Okay, cool. All right, well, um, I guess for me, what could go wrong is the fact that, like, I'm... Um, You're not actually a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor and I'm not very smart. And as we've shared before on the podcast, um, <laughs> I grew up in South Africa where um, people are very, very prudish. And the only thing that I learned in sex ed was if you have too much anal sex, you'll maybe prolapse. <laughs> she learned that in year eight. In year eight. And that was literally it. And she just so, doesn't listen, though. Yeah. So she never I, learns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> When, oh. I was, when I was in year eight, in between um, being grounded all the time, we had a health ed class and they actually made the boys leave. So everything that we learnt about our bodies and just what was normal, what was natural, periods, everything, they didn't get that. Mm. They, I don't know what they were learning though. What do boys learn in sex ed? Anyone? Anyone? Bananas. Oh, oh that's big. Right. We yeah. also did that. So you guys probably just played dodgeball and then we learned everything. No, that was anyway. rude. Um, <laughs> I knew it. Oh my God. That's why they were always so red at the end of the lesson. Postcode us. Six O O not Six O O not Perth. You're on blast. Rude North Perth. But they're probably really good at dodgeball, though. So, swings and roundabouts. Yeah, they've all got gonorrhea, but they're really good at dodgeball. (laughs) 
Okay, cool. All right. Well, should we should we get on with it? Let's answer these deep, okay, so and pressing you, questions. The best voice in Perth is definitely Amber Fresh's voice. She has an ASMR voice. It's the most beautiful thing you could ever have to listen to. So she's going to read our questions that you guys have submitted us and we're going to answer them with our professional skill set. First one. Dear Storm and Mel, my friend told me that if you soak a tampon in vodka and put it in your vagina, that it makes you get drunk really fast. Is this true? I don't want to overdose though. Okay, so this is true. That is true. A lot of people, like when I was at school, girls used to do this for the rankest reason because they would, it, would, it wouldn't be ca- consuming calories. So they'd soak their vodka. Fucking no, but put it with soda water. Like that's not, like you didn't need it. All right, okay, Storm, on. perfect 10. Some of us have to <laughs> shave the calories where we can. But I since have found out that you still absorb those calories but you don't, get it, you don't get it in your stomach. So if you overdose, that can happen because you will not vomit from an alcohol overconsumption. So you'll get really drunk really fast. Maybe it will hurt. Have you done it? No, I, I've snorted vodka before though. Has anyone done that? It is crazy. I'm going to say no one's done that storm. No, I, okay. I once read that Amy Winehouse did it, so I was like, let's well, give it a go. Um, and it is insane. Like, you get the biggest fucking headache, and then you feel, no. really, and then you feel really good afterwards. But it's just like, yeah, it's an ordeal medicine, basically. <laughs> But how much is too much? Because I've literally, I've, heard, I've also wondered that. Like, I think a carefree you... super is too much. <laughs> okay, so go for a slim or a regular. Yeah, or one moon cups, like a shot. Okay, all right. And I, w- I, would, I would also say um, use a quality vodka. Vodka O? Yeah, vodka O. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Sandra O's vodka. favourite vodka. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, Done. So Next question. You're welcome. We've solved it. Yeah. Next. Uh, you guys must have vetted these questions because you printed them off. Yeah, you well, say no, that, but who knows? No, people just have really neat handwriting. <laughs> we, have, we have a team that just, works for us. Dear Storm, if you're from Africa, why are you white? <laughs> Colonialism. The Dutch. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for ever submitted that question. The sun never rises on the Dutch Empire. I don't think it's colonial. Is it colonisation? I don't care. Is it colonialism, colonialism like a nice house with pillars? Yeah. It's, a, it's the same thing. Isn't it? I don't know. Okay, whatever. All right, thanks, Amber. Next question. Dear Storm and Mel, what happens if you lose a false fingernail in your pussy? <laughs> what doesn't happen? I think... So just one? It, if it snaps off, we actually asked Sarah, who's at the back. She's a real nurse. So Sarah... Was this the one we asked you? No, yeah. we asked you a poo one. No, we asked her this as well. I always get those confused. <laughs> um... The pussy nail, if it's a snapped off from an acrylic, you should get it out because it could cut you. Well, I would say that it will... If not, just leave it. It's fine. No, as, as, as usual with things going into your vagina, if you think they're stuck there, you're probably wrong. It's come out. You just haven't noticed yet. 
it, you know it I mean? might take a while, but it'll find its way home. Even if it comes out when you give birth, it's, your baby has a little, not, a little full set, a little French tippy. I, had, I once had really, really long, like, sharp nails, and they were fucking awesome. I was like, yeah. This guy, like, a friend, announced in front of all these other people, he was like, yeah, my girlfriend has those, th- those nails as well, and whenever she masturbates, she really hurts herself. And I was like, as much as it hurts her that you've just announced this to a whole lot of fucking people, that is not okay. So basically stop talking about it would be my advice. Just pretend it's not there. <laughs> It's fine. And hopefully it'll go away. Or, or as Mel was, we were sort of riffing on this, thinking about it before, and if you snap one off, rather do a full set. Yeah, put them all up there, and then you'll just be like having sex with a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, which is another thing. Thanks, Amber. You're welcome, whoever wrote that in. Uh, dear Storm and Mel, this is from Confused WA. Where does the vagina start and the vulva end? Okay, the vulva, I learnt this from my three-year-old niece. The vulva is the outside, and then once you, I didn't learn it in this detail, and then once you get past the labia minora, Professor McGonagall Majora, it goes in, and once it's in a cavity, that's the vagina, and then you go up more, and that's the cervix, and then you keep going up. First star to the right. Why did... How did your three-year-old niece teach you that? I don't know. <laughs> She's just accurate. Spot on. Good job. Education. She didn't go to school in South Africa. <laughs> or at all. All right. That was actually very good. That was a good answer. I'm very proud It's of like you. you think I'm not plagued with overconfidence. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amber. Next question, please. Uh, this, is, this is from Fartistic Flair WA. Dear, sorry, from who? Fartistic Flair. Fartistic Flair WA. Um, says, Dear Storm and Mel, what should you say if you accidentally fart in front of someone? Do you say, I farted, or do you just laugh, or do you pretend you didn't fart, but obviously you did, but sometimes the other person ignores it and you ignore it? Like, how do you move past that moment smoothly? And how can you reprogram yourself to admit it if it's your if your default is to ignore, because maybe it's less awkward to fess up than pretending you didn't fart. Please help. (laughs) All right, that's an amazing question, Fartistic Flair. (laughs) I know exactly who wrote that as well. Um, Well, if you want to deny your fart, if you want to pretend it wasn't you, I have a very good go-to. I use it all the time, and it starts with overconfidence. You say, no, 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 if it was me, I would admit it. And so you pretend that you're not embarrassed of farts. That one just didn't happen to be yours. That's, I see nodding. You agree? Yeah. Yeah, So just say there's a fart. I'll go, no, no, no. If that was me, I would literally admit it. (laughs) Oh, Mouth has some advice. Our producer, she's she's here. One time in year two, I farted. In the back of class during story time, and I just made fart noises with my mouth to pretend that I was doing it the whole time. So I was like, boop. But the whole class. You started out. beatboxing. From my butt. But then I covered it up with my mouth. Did they know? Yes, they fucking knew. Everybody turned around, and it's probably really scarring. Did it stink? Well, yes. <laughs> I was in year two. 
I farted on mouth this morning. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you Josh ovened me. I did a fart in her tent and quickly zipped it up. <laughs> it was fucked. It was huge. But I'm Dutch, so that's how we cook. It was a Dutch oven. So, woo. I hope that answers your question. Well, am I now a Dutch roast? You are. That's the best meal I've ever cooked. And I then, and then I said to her, uh, Mouth, if that was me, I would have admitted it. <laughs> and I got Dude, away you with... You stuck your nose in my tent. <laughs> oh, you want to know about the Mouth nickname? Matt, if you have a question, you should have written it down. <laughs> There's a Sorry. Google Doc, Matt. Uh, was it because we were like, making fun of your braces? It was a combination between mouth talking too much and having braces that it made the mouth nickname. Um, our also listeners scarring. won't be able to see my, the hand action I'm going to do, but it started as this. And then it became a nickname. We'll put the hand action on our Insta. That's why I don't normally have a mic. That's why we haven't <laughs> plugged her in. Good question, Matt. Thank you. I hope that's, I hope a that's a very good done. question. But Storm's name is actually Storm. Can I just put that out there? It's not some cool goth nickname she gave herself. <sighs> Dear Storm and Mel, are there any fruits that I can eat to make my vagina smell and taste better? Um, yeah, it's a fruit called Dump Him. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. Dear Storm and Mel, I've given anal to a former GF. How do I let my current GF comfortable and confident in this situation? We were having some chats about this last night and... Nangs. <laughs> <laughs> we also had some nangs last night, but that's not what we were talking No, okay, but no. Um, anal is the new frontier. Um, it's, a, it's a no No, fact. I think we said it was the final frontier or is it the new frontier? We don't know what the final frontier is yet. It's we probably the know. first frontier because she's from, from your education. You probably thought it would yeah, be a lot true. more common than it was. In South Africa, it's like up the bum, no babies, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, communication. Commu yeah. Followed by dumping them. That can't be your fucking answer to everything, though. Okay, I can. Anyway, um... Yeah, I don't fucking... That's a, that's a rough question. Just ask. Just, just ask set the nicely. mood. Put on some... Um, what's a nice, some nice music? Sister Sledge? Sade. Sade. Yeah. Scatman Crothers. Just put on some Scatman Crothers and... Or just Scatman? Just, <laughs> just get into scat. Yeah. You'll need it. Um, okay, what's next? We really have not answered that question properly. I just don't and care I about don't, that I question. have nothing. <laughs> Dear Storm and Mel, my doctor told me the other day that she hasn't seen pubes in years. I didn't think pubes were that rare. Should I warn people about my pubic hair before sex? I don't shave or wax because it's just a lot of effort and aesthetically I prefer a huge bush. Woo! I am obsessed with this person. Um, so the doctor hasn't seen pubes in years. Do you think the doctor just like... Got, this, got the legs on the stirrups and was like, whoa, look at your bush. Like, how did that come up? <laughs> Haven't seen these in a while. Maybe she's a paediatrician, I don't know. Yeah, I think you should definitely look into your doctor. I once had a sort of, um, like, a, a, a bit of, like, a complicated gyno um, appointment. And um, I had, you know, my legs in the stirrups. 
And the fucking doctor who, firstly, I saw him and I was like, he was kind of like, he had this like slicked back hair and he had this gross British accent. I'm sorry to British people, but it was fucked. And then he said, do you work out? Into your vagina. Into my vagina. It would have echoed so much. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Were you like me or her? (laughs) She's she's doing it right now. (laughs) Um, No, I would personally use that as a really good litmus. Litmus? Litmus? Litmus. Litmus test. That's a that's that's a deal breaker. Litmus test for the, if they're not into it. That's um, what the doctor. If your doctor's not into your pubic hair, <laughs> you get a new doctor. Get okay, a, yeah, pubic hair. I feel like pubic hair is coming back. It never left. Can we have like Bush like, is back in office? Who, ha, who has fucking pubic hair? Woo! Fuck yeah, let's do it. Yes. Fuck that. Okay. All those people with no pubes like, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're the minority now, but take it. Dear Melon Storm, is it true that the more sex partners a guy has, the smaller his dick becomes? <laughs> I, heard, I heard that the majestic sheer power of the vagina and anus can whittle away at the penis until it is rendered weak and ineffective. I think that would be a very good like thing to say if you were feeling a little self-conscious yeah. about the size. You could say it's because I've just done yeah. so much fucking. I'm I so have sorry. I have heard about this before, and no, I feel you like haven't. no, I have, and um, I feel like that's it's quite a European thing, like a like a yeah. old wives. Whereas tale? Australian men. Um, generally, the more sex they have, they're like a succubus. It becomes, like, bigger. And while they take your hope and... They um, suck your soul they, out they through take their your, doodle. Yeah, they take your security, your warmth... Your wallet. And, and your wallet in their penis. So... <laughs> so quite the reverse. Quite the reverse, um, yeah. Just it depends who you're having sex with, I guess. Yeah. Uh, dear Storm and Mel... One day I was fingering myself and realised I could feel poo through the vagina wall. <laughs> now, sometimes when I have bad constipation, I put a finger up my vagina and give the poo a little push to help it out. Do you think this is dangerous to my health? It's just a little helping hand. Um, I did. This is the one I spoke to Sarah at the back about. She's a real nurse. She said there's nothing wrong with doing this. It's fine, although slightly unnecessary. <laughs> Just why? But if you were super constipated, you could wash your hands, hygiene, always important. You don't want to lose your fingernails. Yeah, fingernails. Fingernails. Um, And you are more than welcome to just give it a little uh, encouragement. Mm. Yeah, why not? Or just go get a laxative. There are other ways to, to do that. Like there are other sort of like herbal, natural laxatives you can take. I not have, as fun. I have a friend that um, after every meal he has something, it's called Molotrex or something, but it's like a chocolate flavour and he has it after every meal because he just likes being flushed out. And Your friend um, has an eating disorder. Yeah. That's awful. And... and uh, <laughs> and um, it, I think mo- mainly the reason, though, is that, like, he's kind of... It tastes like up-and-go. So I think he's actually just having it as a treat because it's, like, a calorie-free up-and-go. So my, That gives you diarrhoea. That gives you diarrhoea. So I call it a down-and-out instead of an up-and-go. 
And I think I'm funny. I agree. All right, so probably first option, have a down and out. Yeah, have a down and out. Or Second option, trim the nails. Go for it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it and you're normal and the discharge is normal. <laughs> Dear Storm and Mel, I have pustules on my areola. I've had them forever. What's that about? Is this normal? No. <laughs> it oh, is actually so. 100% normal. Oh. Your areola has little bits in it, like little knobbies, and they secrete things, <laughs> niblets, as, as, yeah, as, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, they secrete like an oil so that your, okay. if someone's sucking on your nipple, it's, it's easier for them and your nipple hurts less. Is that so true? It's absolutely true. Yeah. And so that's I why would just say hairs, the hairs yeah. grow out of the little nipple things. Is that what they mean? Because when they say pustule, I would assume they mean that pus comes out of them. It looks like pus. It could look, it can oh. look like pus. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, but it's not. Are you? Sh- I wish Melissa Kang was here so bad. <laughs> why don't you believe me? Has anyone ever drank breast milk? Oh. <laughs> yeah. How Good was call. it, Jesse? I I drank some yesterday. Oh! <laughs> From where? Tell us the story, Amber. Mel, that was a secret. I didn't you say made you me knew. Say that. <laughs> Did you know? You know you made it she picked it. the mic up. <laughs> I have always wanted to drink breast milk. Really I have seen someone walking around with a small baby. And we can make this happen. Okay. I heard it tastes like soy milk. What does it, pa- no. it taste like? Juice. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Storm and Mel, how do I educate my partner related to period blood and the joy of sex at the time? From Anonymous. Anonymous. Oh, good. <laughs> I heard that most of history's uh, anonymous writers were just called anonymous because they were a woman and no one would read, like, wanted to read the literature of females. So that um, I'm going to guess anonymous is a woman. Yeah, it's also because he was talking about her period. <laughs> also, that. And if you listen to our podcast, you'll hear in episode number four where we're private detectives and we solve an entire case. So, yes, I am a detective. <laughs> and I do have a gum tree ad. And what was the question? <laughs> oh, well, oh, period sex. Some people just aren't into period sex. Some people are into it, some people are not. It's I think not, I mean, it, I, it's the same with the anal one. You have to communicate. It has to be open and honest dialogue. And you need to... And it's hard. I mean, going back to what I was saying with my health ed class, when the men or the boys were taken out of that uh, discussion, away from that dialogue, then they were they were essentially, um, I get. I mean, this and this was a while ago, um, but they were essentially kind of not involved in that dialogue um, from a young age. So yeah. it's up to us, apparently, to now educate people um, because back then they weren't doing a job of it or now they do have on the syllabus for all schools boys schools and girls schools period education tampons and dodgeball and what dodgeball i played dodgeball the other day <laughs> they do have dodgeball it's it's, a, it's never gonna die i have made a concerted effort over the last like year that every time 
I have a tampon in my hand. I have it like really visibly in my hand. Same. Like I twirl it around like a like a drumstick. Yeah, like, like a drumstick. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm just going to the toilet. Yeah. And it really, really upsets old white men. But um, <laughs> but yeah, what let's doesn't, just doesn't though. Let's just be open about periods. Like it's fucking like blood is fine. It's blood. It comes, you know. It's like, sterile. Um, it's interesting because that brings me to this, if you've noticed and thought, what's that? She's so healthy. Um, this I got. Can you tell our listeners what you're talking about? That's what I was doing. Okay, sorry. Get off my ass, dog. <laughs> Get off my tits. <laughs> this is a potion that I was convinced by these group of men in Sri Lanka to buy and they said all women need this and they need to drink it and it was $30 um, Australian, and I... S- oh, my God, it's going to expire really soon. <laughs> no, 2021. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's good. Sorry. South Africa's education <laughs> system again. <laughs> they said I had to be drinking this or my husband wouldn't like me anymore, which is so funny. So, um, it says, cures menstruation disorder and destroys the white discharge, improves the feminine health and life, make happy during those periods by remedying those two teaspoons twice a day. So that is a symbol of the patriarchy. And if anyone wants to join me later, I think we dig a hole and pour it in and bury it. If anyone wants to join me, I just made that up then. But you'll come, you'll come. Yeah, because discharge is normal. Periods are not a disorder. And they're talking about me behind my back. Sorry, sorry. We're we're talking business. It's fine. So does anyone want to have some? Exactly. (laughs) All right. Should we open this up to the audience? I'd love to. Does anyone have a question that they'd like to ask? Anyone at all? All right, come forward. Come to the mic. Introduce uh, yourself and we'll, we'll try and summon the ghost of Melissa Kang. She's not dead. Hi. Hi. Hello. What's I'm your Hugh. name? My Hugh? name's Hugh. You're beautiful. Thank you. Um, I'd like to know whether you've got any tips for dealing with uh, or preventing thrush of the penis. People, people don't talk a lot about thrush of the penis. I once knew a guy that got thrush of the penis because he worked at a pizza shop and he was kneading the dough and went to the toilet and the yeast transferred and gave him thrush of the penis. Get the so fuck one out. Tip, one tip don't. is to wear gloves when you work at the pizzeria. Don't eat pizza would be the um, other one. Another one is, it's just, is it called Flavucan? Flaxulin? It's just one tablet. You just take one tablet... Gone. It's like you never had it. Does is it itchy? Thrush of the penis? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So be careful. And also, when you've got thrush of the penis or vagina, you sh- apparently shouldn't drink beer. Really? Yeah, because of the yeast, and it can oh, the yeast, yeast. can um, yeast is a microorganism, and it, it what's it called when things split in half and there's two of them? What, okay, so what causes, what causes thrush? Like, so, I know you get it from, like, antibiotics. Like, as a female, you'll get, like, you know, that from, like, having antibiotics and not having enough yoghurt. So, like, <laughs> enough yoghurt. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Fuck, I um, haven't had my fruish today. Yeah. My <laughs> petty me arm. 
Oh, another question. Do you know the answer to this? Caniston. 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 And is Caniston over the counter? It absolutely is. It is. Ooh, someone's got thrush. I had, I've had, a, I've had a belly button infection for almost three months. Do you remember? I got a belly button infection when we were in Bali in December. I tried to block and it out. I have been putting so much shit in my belly button. I was putting tea tree in there. I was washing it out with salt water. And then my friend was like, put some motherfucking caniston in it. And I happen to have some caniston next day. Gone. All right. It's a, it's a fucking miracle cure. Lather up that caniston. And it could be a good time as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> there you go. Cheers. Thanks, right. Hugh. Thanks, Hugh. Thank you so much for coming up, Hugh. Anybody else have any questions? All right, Lisa, come on, up, come Lisa. on down. This is... Lisa, she played yesterday. She's a superstar. Woo! Thanks for that, Mel. <laughs> Two notes. Sorry. <laughs> um, so my question is uh, birth control related. Great. Ooh. Another topic um, we know nothing about. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting a copper IUD. Oh, yep, yep. And I want to know if that's a good idea. I once worked at the chicken treat van at the at the Quinana Motorplex. Sorry, just hold on a second. Mel, Scru uh, Mel Scrubs literally say oh, yeah. charcoal chicken on them. I got three oh, medical scrubs from a costume reason? store, and there's a normal, and mine says charcoal chicken. Anyway, it's a sign. Does that answer your question? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I worked with a lady at the chicken chicken treat at the Quinana Speedway Motorplex and she had four kids but had the copper IUD. Whoa. So she, she weird, there's like a I don't know what it is. But I've I've heard there's as some well some good fucking doctoring there. <laughs> the, the point is that if you want an IUD, what do you not want? Four kids and yep, copper yeah. poisoning. No, that's true. That's true. You don't even want one kid, so I don't know. At times, what is it changed. called? What is it called again? When um, you convince someone to do something by saying the opposite thing? Reverse psychology. Yeah, it was reverse psychology. Did I just convince you to get an <laughs> no, IUD? No, that's what that's what the IUD was. It was just reverse psychology for. Her. Oh. <laughs> it was like, oh no, well, I've that's not what you want. I've heard there's been leaps and bounds in the arm rod over the last few years because I work with teenagers. Apparently, the arm rods really go in places. The rod in your arm. Oh, like the... Um, no, what's it called? The Fembot. Im no, Implanon. Implanon yeah. has come a long way since it used to give you crazy mood swings. So that's word of mouth. Yeah. I've heard Implanon. With, I would say with anything, like I had Implanon, I've been on the pill and a whole lot of other stuff. Like it just depends on the person. Like you just sometimes react to things so badly. What... I was an Implanon for three years and it was amazing. I didn't have my period once. It was joyous. Can anyone out there recommend the copper IUD or have a story they don't want to recommend it? Okay, but what I've heard about it, which freaks me out, is that you have a little tab. Is that true? You, there's a little fucking, there's a little tab. Apparently, yes. I'm not into that. It's like a That's wire. weird. Yeah. So you because can feel I, a little wire? Um, you're not meant to. But that's a concern, is what if yeah. my boyfriend can feel the wire? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. this little wire? Are you a robot? <laughs> little yeah. stabby wire. <laughs> stabby wire. It hurt my dude. Internal piercings. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can anyone tell us definitely no to the copper IUD? I, yeah, I, I see Vivian saying no, no, no. Where, Do you want to come up and tell us quickly your research? Copper poisoning. All right. Well, so we, one option actually, is copper can we poisoning. Get, sorry. Can we get that on the mic so that our listeners know? Okay. Mouse advice is copper is used for plumbing. Thanks, Lisa, by the way. No, so the, the copper one can give you copper poisoning because your body absorbs copper from food and stuff and it will absorb it from your vagina if it needs. Like the tampon can, vodka? Yeah, like the tampon vodka. But what do you mean if it food. needs? If it needs copper, it will absorb the copper? Yeah, it will. So ah, it's like well then if you need it, that's fine. your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how <laughs> copper poisoning works. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, and the, the other one is uh, localised hormones, so it's like less mood swings, but it's, it, the wire has to be there, because otherwise it could have gone get, missing. Get so you always they'd like watch You really don't want to lose mm. that. Yeah, they don't want to lose it in there. So yeah, I'd recommend maybe not. All right. All right, cool. I'd recommend the male pill. Yeah, let's do, you know, do that. Storm's mum is so ultra feminist and it was so funny. We were recently in Bali and she had this great idea, which was that all men go to jail when they turn 18 and have to prove themselves worthy to come out into society. <laughs> She's changed that now and instead of jail, she said we can put them on an island. Oh. <laughs> I want to go and, to there. And, and, and part of that, we could put them on the pill. We could put an implanon in them and then they have to reprove it to get the implanon out. To get out of there. Because I was listening to a podcast and I keep fucking talking about it, but I haven't finished listening to it. But it's Radiolab, which is like the best, you know, one of the greatest fucking science podcasts out. And they were talking about how 97% of birds, like obviously we're talking male birds here, do not have a penis or a cloaca. And that's happened throughout fucking, whatever, millions and millions of years because the female birds have been like, no, penises suck, cloacas hurt, they're horrible, I don't want to have sex with you. And so that's how, they've got rid of 97% of penises. And that's the same thing, I feel like for us as women and, and, and you know, men, and as feminists, we need to make sure we do not have sex with bad men. And their penises and their will penises. never grow back. And then we'll get rid of the bad. No, we're not getting rid of the penis. We're just getting rid of the bad. Like so it's the ba- out so, to so us. So you're talking about sort of, um, uh, what's it called? Bio... Uh? Biomechanics? Wait. By biomechanical engineering, when you sort of play with evolution yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's so. how hugs... Be- Eugenics, eugenics. 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 Alright, so I knew that from the handmaid's tale. Yeah. So girls, you know, do not have sex and make babies or get sperm donors from bad men. Bad men do not have sex with girls and make babies. And that's the only way we're gonna get rid of ninety-seven percent of the bad shit. Wow. <laughs> and that's my message. Good night. That's night. that's actually from a doctor, so you can root. <laughs> Wow. It was, it was, to be honest, it was tough doing that six months of uh, doctor tape that we did. <laughs> but it was worth it to wear these scrubs. <laughs> I'm no Superman. So um, what are we doing? So each week on this podcast, we do something different. We've done, so far, if you've ever listened, you'll 
No. So far we've done Cambo, which is tree frog medicine that you burn into your skin. And that was a thing. Then we did a ratus vagina. So that's when you get your vagina steamed out in, in Indonesia. Um, that was a thing. Then we went bird watching. That was a lot less invasive. <laughs> that was chill. But that one has the least downloads. And then... <laughs> I know. It, like we named it extreme bird watching, uh, and then we went. Then we became mothers. We got those babies. You know those mechanical babies that cry all the time. They're the worst. And then we the got baptized, and that's why we're so good now. And then, oh yeah, you'll have to listen to see how that ends. We went axe throwing. We became private detectives and sold a private... Uh, we solved a um, case. Custody case. And biggest dicks in town. And then... Where are you going with this? We're the Dolly Doctors. So next week... Oh, that's where you're going. It's <laughs> my week. It's my week to come up with something for Storm that we both have to do, but it's yeah. mostly for Storm because this one I will be really good at. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Storm never finishes anything. <laughs> Ever. Where did, well, where did we meet? University. How's your degree? Pending. <laughs> you can't defer for 30 years. Yeah, I've deferred. <laughs> I've deferred for 15 years. Yeah. Um, okay, so then... I went to... I, but I, yeah, remember, like, where? I went no, no, to no. TAFE. Okay, remember your wedding? Oh, that's right. I went. You didn't go. <laughs> Storm invited everyone to her wedding in Africa um, and I bought a ticket and then she sent an email. Oh. I sent a save the date out and then like two months later I was like, can you unsave that date again? <laughs> but I'd already told Mel, I was like, flights are only going to go up in price. Book in now. <laughs> so Mel went to South Africa. <laughs> I went to South Africa by myself. I don't know what your point is. Are you just being mean to me? What are you doing? No, I'm getting there. So Storm, there's finally something, a challenge that I've got for you for our next episode, which you can be sure to finish. Well, you have to finish. The goal is you finish it. Yeah. Okay, we've booked a company who are going to do one of those huge, ginormous uh, eating competitions, all you can eat thing. Um, it's ice cream. Do you like ice cream? I fucking love ice cream. Well, you, if you fucking want to. It's the biggest ice cream you could ever imagine in your life and you have an hour and you have to finish it. I am going to vomit. <laughs> no, I'm down. That's fucking awesome. That's great. That's good. I will finish something for the first time in my life. But you don't realise there's two things that I can fucking do and that's eat pizza and eat ice cream. Yeah, like I will, like ice cream is not even, it's not even a thing for me. I will just continue going. So I will fucking kick your ass. Okay, and so what, if you lose or if I, do we have a thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make it interesting. So, alright, I'm making this up on the spot. Can anyone think of like a really cool punishment or kind of like wager? So if I win? I have to go back to uni. <laughs> You have to go no! to South Africa and get married. Um. I have to go get married in South Africa. 
<laughs> and if I if I win, no, that's the same one. If you win, if I win, I have to drink this whole bottle oh. of tonic. All right, okay, cool. All right, done. Well, but I'm I don't want to destroy my period disorder. <laughs> I I'm, very, I'm very excited about the next challenge. I think that'll be really cool. Um, Mel has a, a moon cup to give away. Oh. For someone who... Oh, who should we give the... Oh, we'll give it to... Maybe to, like, Lisa, because she asked the first question and she's a girl because he on, doesn't need one. Hang on, There's been an update. <laughs> I got my period and I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> it was a giveaway, but it's now in my vagina. Lisa will give it to you... Um, I'll give it in to you cup, in... In five days. <laughs> Five to six days, yeah. I will give it to you. All right. right. So well, now... Well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell, Mal. <laughs> Jesus. It was the only thing we had. Um, all right. Well, this is... Uh, we have learned a lot today, I Mel. Think so. What did we learn? Periods. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Um, I've learned that when you help others, you can't help helping yourself. I feel good. You feel good. You're all feeling a lot better now. I'm sure you're all like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a load off my mind. Yeah, I felt like we gave some, I would give our advice like a 5.5 out of 10. I was say 5.5 out of 5. <laughs> I give it five and a half stars. Five no, I think, I think we've five. done okay. I think we have as well. We've done all right. Um, so why don't we end with another dramatic reading from my diary. If you can pass it here. I have a poem. I'm going to get Amber to read it. If you want to come up, Amber. Oh, it just says on the back, Brooke is a cunt. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. It's really weird. But I wrote a poem and this poem I wrote in year eight. And um, it's really fucked that a 13-year-old wrote this poem. So it's... It's that poem there, and I'm so sorry. If you don't feel comfortable, I can read it. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck you standing, I'll fuck you lying. If I had wings, I'd fuck you flying. <laughs> but you're dead, you're not forgotten. I'll dig you up and fuck you rotten. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I was so cool. In a different biro at the bottom it said, sick poem, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when did you write that? All right, yeah, 1998. All right, so. Great, yeah. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you to our live audience very much for being here today. Give us a um, round of applause. Woo! You're welcome. I mean, you yeah. Um, you can find our podcasts and all the places that you download podcasts. Yeah, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's give it five stars. Give it five stars. So give it weird. a sweet review. It helps people find it. Yeah, if there was internet, you could get your phone out and find it or whatever. Yeah. Um, we have an Instagram, which is called What Could Go Wrong, the podcast. And you can see in pictures the thing that we do with our voices. And if you have any suggestions on what we can do on an upcoming episode, our email address is whatcouldgowrongpotty at gmail.com. I did a remember her. She did it right. Woo. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much, Dougs. Have the best Dougs ever. We love you. Here's to a Dougs of being a yes woman. Yes. yes. What, what could what go, go wrong? wrong? Big lit energy.